This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me on the radio Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, midnight to 1 a.m., midnight to 1 a.m. It seems like New York City Mayor Eric Adams is starting to see what time it really is when it comes to the migrants being sent to New York City and appears to be getting closer to drawing a line in the sand? God, I hope so. This crisis is not about, not about fleeing political persecution, but instead what I would say in nine out of 10 cases, nine out of 10 cases, it's about coming to New York for the good life and not paying a dime for it. Us sucker taxpayers are for that. This is my podcast. Let's go. The mayor just returned from El Paso, Texas for a frontline view of what's going on. Call this part an awakening of the mayor Call it whatever you want, but it's a good thing. For example, when it comes to all that food being wasted, thrown out by migrants living in a massive Manhattan hotel, Mayor Eric Adams says that's coming to an end as he vows to stop the epic waste of food. Quoting Adams, We're going to provide food for people. People may have a different cultural taste for certain food. We can't do that. Adams is expressing dismay over reports that reveal how migrants are wasting a ton of food being thrown out daily at the four-star row NYC hotel near Times Square, where, by the way, the city taxpayers are paying up to $500 a night for a room for the migrants. Guess I'm a little old fashioned. (laughs) If our city is giving people food to eat that are in a terrible state, I think that that is is a real great effort for the people of this city. And I'm not quite sure if there was a bag of food that was tossed out. I don't know the circumstances around that. And so I would dig into it. But what we're going to do, we're going to provide food for people. People may have a different uh, cultural taste for certain foods. We can't do that. We can only provide nutrition, food for people. And then we do an analysis. If people are ordering too much, 
then they got they have to make the adjustments. So we're going to look into it and determine exactly what happened there. I don't know what happened there. I learned about it when I read it in the papers. The mayor has also projected the migrant crisis will cost New York City as much as $2 billion, double what he initially estimated. What a scam the migrant crisis is, and what a waste escaping political persecution. Maybe in a few cases, but all of the migrants should be placed in a tent city. I don't care what the advocates say. Let the advocates scream bloody murder if they want to. I'll see you in court. Oh boy, the saga for Congressman George Santos continues. He won't do the right thing, the honorable thing, and step down, but will be indicted very soon. We just don't know which prosecuting agency it will be coming from. Congressman Richie Torres of the Bronx and Daniel Goldman, who represents parts of Brooklyn and lower Manhattan, called on the House Ethics Committee to launch an investigation into Santos, who was elected November 8th to represent New York's 3rd Congressional District. Then, Nassau County Republicans completely turned on Santos. This is Nassau County Republican Chair Joseph Cairo. George Santos's campaign last year was a campaign of deceit, lies, and fabrication. He deceived the voters of the 3rd Congressional District, he deceived the members of the Nassau County Republican Committee, elected officials, his colleagues, candidates, his opponents, and even some of the media. And here is State Senator Jack Martins. It is probably impossible for us to get someone who has no shame to do what is right. But here we stand united in sending a message that until he is removed by one way or another, we will move forward. We will continue to perform our services and our responsibilities as elected officials here in Nassau County. We will continue to represent the residents and citizens of Nassau County, and we will continue to do the people's work. But it will not include Santos. And this is Jen Decina, the town supervisor of North Hempstead. Today, I'm calling on George Santos to immediately resign from Congress for the 3rd District. The lies George Santos told are too numerous to count. The career of Congressman George Santos will soon be over. Indictment, trial, and then bye-bye. What do you do when you have tried government for help and no real aid comes? When you have tried the police and the police tell you there is nothing they can do? Folks, everybody has a breaking point, especially when you have a business, when you own a business and it's on the line financially, when you have a payroll to meet for staff and bills coming in for your own family and it's all based on the success of the business. Now the video in which you're about to hear part of it, it's horrible, I admit that much. But I blame government for not helping this man. We take you to San Francisco, California. The owner of an art gallery in San Francisco is seen on camera spraying water from a hose on a woman 
who is severely mentally ill and homeless in front of his establishment. Video shot by another business owner shows the man ask her beforehand, beforehand to move multiple times. Quote, are you gonna move? He later spoke to the CBS affiliate in San Francisco. So I said she needs psychiatric help. You can tell. She's pulling her hair. She's screaming. She's talking in tongues. You can't understand anything she says. She's throwing food everywhere. Collier said on Monday he had had enough. I've been down here 40 years. I've seen tons of homeless people. We've helped the ones that we could, and I have not had any issues with people. But in this case, I was very upset that the city could not help. He said police and city workers told him they could not forcibly move the woman. I just snapped. I was watering and around her, and I just snapped when she went off in her belligerent, you know, tongues and stuff. And I just snapped and I pulled the hose up higher and I sprayed her. And when I look at myself on the film, I can't even believe that that's me. But I didn't know what else to do. It was getting so frustrating. A sad situation, but again, society has to get the homeless off the streets. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You couldn't pay me to be a police officer these days with all the nonsense they have to deal with. A cousin of Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Cullors has died after being tased repeatedly by officers he was trying to flee. Intense body cam, police body cam footage shows. The cousin says on video, they're trying to George Floyd me. They're trying to George Floyd me. He frantically utters, referencing the 2020 police situation of the Minneapolis man that sparked nationwide alleged police brutality protest. The incident happened on the afternoon of January 3rd in Los Angeles, according to police officials who released a 19-minute video about the encounter. Witnesses initially told officers that a man later identified as 31-year-old Kenan Anderson, the cousin of the Black Lives Matter founder, had caused a traffic collision at a busy intersection and was running in the middle of the street and exhibiting erratic behavior. You look at the video, folks, and this young man, a teacher in Washington, D.C., was clearly high on something. The autopsy found cocaine and marijuana in his system. After officers arrived, Anderson obeys orders 
and sits on the sidewalk while being questioned. The footage shows. The young man then expresses concern that other officers will try to plant evidence in the BMW he was driving and left down the street. He's then seen becoming increasingly agitated, ignoring orders to stay seated and pacing back and forth. Suddenly, he bolts into traffic after proclaiming the situation was making him hot. Officers quickly catch up with the fleeing suspect, but you see on camera where he refuses multiple requests to lie down on his stomach on the road. Anderson is then seen pleading with bystanders for help as multiple cops, including an African-American officer, attempts to restrain him. You see on video where he says, please, sir, please don't do this, sir. Please help me, please. Accusing the police of being actors and trying to kill him. This is part of the police body cam video. Please don't do this, sir. Please. Help me, please. You know what? Help me, please. No, please help me. Kill me, please. 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 Keenan, relax. Keenan, relax. Help. The audio you just heard sounds awful. I just wish this young man did not run and resist the police that were clearly there trying to help him. And last week was State of the State addresses by New York Governor Kathy Hochul and New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy on the same day. It marked Hochul's first State of the State address since becoming the first woman elected governor in New York. Murphy did his address from the State House in Trenton. I close with this. As far as I'm concerned, when it comes to guns, we must respect the Second Amendment, but also have some reasonable gun control. There was some good news. New York can continue to enforce a new state law that bans guns from sensitive places, such as schools, playgrounds, and Times Square. While the legal process plays out, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled. And that wraps up this episode. Thank you, folks, for joining us. If you are interested in my book on my life, Growing Up in New York City and Overcoming Numerous Obstacles, the book is titled No Mama's Boy, and it will be personally signed for you by me. Or if you're interested in my bobblehead doll, you can go to my website, DominicCarterOnline.com, 
all one word, DominicCarterOnline.com. You can catch me on 77 WABC, weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m., midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store. From Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77, WABC. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall. City Hall.